welcome to episode 24 of GameSpot After Dark, GameSpot's official podcast. I'm back. It's very nice to be back, but it feels weird being on video. You're so far away from me. Metaphorically? I mean, I mean, this is closer than we usually sit in the office. Oh, sure. This yeah, is yeah. the closest I've been to you for a while. You're so close to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I engineered it this way. Yay. Oh. I'm Lucy James. Ooh, losing my voice, apparently. Uh, joined on the couch by Michael Heim. Hello. Tamar Hussein. Hi. And Sean Luke Seifke. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Again? We covered no, all the energy levels there between us. <laughs> uh, so it's been a while since I've been here. Maybe I think the last time I was on an episode of the podcast was uh, start of December. Give us a day by day play of what, what you've been doing since then. First, I got up and I had a piece of toast. No, sorry. What kind of toast? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, what's the that's the great old peep show joke where they say, uh, I have one slice of white and one slice of brown. <laughs> so like one for main and one for pudding. <laughs> that's incredibly British joke. That's an incredibly okay. British right, joke. Right, that's right. the kind of humor you can expect from this episode. Don't, don't y'all fry bread too? Fried bread, is that thing? As in like uh, French toast? French toast? You have that here too. Oh. The nice little cafe in the well, you never had French toast before? Shit, I don't know. Yeah, it's not, it's not us, I it's have, the French. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I I was um, traveling for a bit and then I went home uh, to the UK for three weeks. Uh, and then I got back and I was in the office for a whole two days and then I got really sick. Uh, my roommates got really sick and now Kurt Indivina is sick. So sick. I thought he was getting scratchy. Your throat's oh, getting scratchy. Damn. Something's going around. Uh, but the good news is that I'm back at least. Mm. Is this your is this your first time in this room recording this no, thing? No, no, we've recorded the podcast in here, and I was sat over there, but it wasn't oh, recorded. That's right. Yeah. So. It was the the uh, Yakuza Zero of podcasts prequel. Mm. Probably not as good though. No, no, no. A few damn. things are as good as Yakuza Zero. Yeah, that's true. It's a perfect game. Hey. Some may say everyone's playing it again at the minute. Some may say it's a perfect game. Yeah, why is that? Why is everyone so jump from playing? zero to seven? That's why. It's because it Netflix's series just came out, so... Um, oh, the Yakuza series. <laughs> <laughs> I, genuinely, I genuinely that. took a minute, though. I was like... Imagine yeah. a Yakuza. Who, who would you cast? As Cosmo Kiri? Yeah. Probably Max Scoville. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Netflix would cast anyway. Ooh, that's pretty good. Hey, shots fired at Netflix. Or Paul Rudd. I don't know. That's too short. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. <laughs> Is it Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. Scarlett Johansson Yeah, defying racial boundaries. It's Scarlett Johansson. Uh, I don't uh, know who. Yeah, I would hate cast to see in, it in y- a Yakuza series. Oh, this, I can't think of anyone. I'm not familiar with enough Japanese. I mean, actors. ideally, I would hope it'd be Someone actual from a y- Japanese people. I, I would hope it was an actual Yakuza. You telling me Kazuma Kiryu is not real? They well, could they could get that Australian man who's got the actual uh, Kiryu tattoo on his back. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's still an Australian dude, isn't he? Uh, yeah, but he's at least got the tattoo ready Imagine to go. Australian cousin Makiri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe Edmund Tran, who knows? Edmund Tran could do cousin Makiri. Close enough, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I desperately want to see Edmund Tran I want to in see a white Yo, I want to see Edmund Tran get like mad brawling, like <laughs> swole as fuck. Yeah. I think Ed could do a better Majima. Oh, Ed yeah. could do I think Ed would do Majima. Ed would be a great Majima. Ed could do a Majima. Ed or uh, Dave in Alaska. Dave in Alaska looks exactly like Majima. He does look like... Oh, wow. Yeah, now, business, that business now that I'm like... Yeah, I'm just like... This yep. is deep GameSpot CBSI yeah. 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 GameSpot yeah. lore. Yeah. This is your first episode. Sorry. We're so sorry. <laughs> the extended uh, GameSpot universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, 
I mean, what have you guys been doing, playing uh, this week? Oh, haha. Let me go first because I got some. I got some things to talk He's about. Right? Final Ooh. Fantasy. Yeah. Is it Final Fantasy XIV? <laughs> uh, you, know, you know what? This is the first time it's on video, so I am going to mention Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV. So any new listeners, if you didn't listen to the audio podcast, y'all can know what it is, what my deal is, because, yo, I got a lot. You know how I can just see one tear coming down. <laughs> no, like it'll be Mike? Michael's cheek in like five minutes when he starts talking about Final Fantasy. 14. Oh yeah, yeah. emotional. Yeah, I, got, yeah, I, got I, me, I cry about Final Fantasy because I still can't get into my account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? Uh, Shouts out to Jason. I uh, uh, he follows me on Twitter, but he was like, "Hey, sorry, senpai, I can't get into. I bought the game and I can't get into my account either. So uh, uh, you hate to see it." Um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, mm. Sharp Fe Encore just came out on Switch. By the time you are listening to this podcast, because it's coming out Friday, mm-hmm. uh, and I have been playing that. Mm-hmm. We're not doing a full review because it's essentially a re-release mm-hmm. of Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which came out in 2016 on the Wii U. But it's pretty cool that it's on Switch because who had a Wii U? We 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 we. I did. We My exit. I lost we. it in the door. I see where yeah. you're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Oh man, I got a lot of feelings about this game because I say this to everyone that if you Tokyo Mirage Sessions on paper sounds like a game that was custom made for my bullshit. Like there was a focus group and I was the only one in the focus group. <laughs> And this is what came out of it. It's got J-pop, it's got J-rock, it's got Miku references, it's Fire Emblem. Times- J-rock, isn't it? <laughs> no, not J- Wow, wow. <laughs> Damn. Um, Shouts out to TDE. Uh, and it's got, uh, also it's based, it's foundation is Shin Megami Tensei. Like the whole gameplay foundation Can is. you repeat your tweet from the other day, please? About what? Oh, um, did you know that TMS, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, backwards is SMT? Shin Megami Tensei. Ooh, what's damn. the full name? Hang on, what's Open the full your third name eye. of the game? Shin Megami. No, no, it's Tokyo Mirage. Tokyo just, Mirage Sessions Sharp, Sharp FE, F-E Encore. Encore. And yeah. this isn't a Square Enix game. No, no Atlas. Jeez. It's got intense Square Enix energy. That, that is intense Square Enix titling energy yeah. right there. Yeah. So let me get to how I feel about it. All Have right. any any of y'all played this uh, when it was on the Wii U? No, no. I, I never got around version. to it. But I was okay. talking to Andrew Goldfarb, a uh, friend of the podcast, about this the other day, and he 100 percented it on the Wii U. He said it was. Oh damn, flex! Was, I think yesterday he said it was in his top 10 he, games. No, no, of no all he said time. it was the third best Persona game. Yeah. I <laughs> feel boy. I, I used to look up to Andrew Goldfarb. Well, I'm thinking twice about that one. Breaking Psych. news, Andrew Goldfarb uh, is uh, his yes. it is, He is canceled and you hate to see it. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, on paper I should love this game, but it's just, there's something about it that's missing. Oh. The, yeah, the, like the, the story, the way the, the way the events play out, mm-hmm. like all of it doesn't, this doesn't tie together. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, your homegirl's trying out to be an idol, gets lost in this alternate universe, which is kind of like, it's called the idolosphere, which is like the metaverse. And then you go in there, and then you have the power of mirages, which are basically personas. Right. And then Krom is your persona, or your JoJo stand. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you fight monsters, and then your friend who's be- trying to become pop star, you save her, Bo- or both of y'all can transform and then you have new outfits and then there's a crowd cheering and then you're like beating the shit out of 
Sounds, monsters, and then you get out of the idolosphere. Is the crowd watching you beat yeah. up monsters? You know, okay. it, it's kind of like Persona 4 dancing all night, mm-hmm. but in RPG instead of a rhythm game. Oh, okay. It's okay. got that kind of vibe when you're in those dungeons and Weird. when you're in fights. But like gameplay-wise, it's great because they do some cool tweaks with the combat system with session attacks, which is like if you, like in SMT, when you, you uh, hit someone with a weakness, you get an extra turn, mm-hmm. right? And you can pile that on. And in Persona, there's Baton Pass in Persona 5 and all that stuff. So there's, uh, but here is called session attack. So if you hit someone with a weakness and you have session skills attached to other party members, they will start to pile on on the same turn. Uh, so you gotcha. can hit a weakness, boom, this person comes in, boom, this person comes in, and then you basically have like a three hit combo in one turn. And that's really fun to pull off. And it looks cool because this game's got a lot of style. Like it looks nice to see in mm-hmm. motion. Uh, but man, that story is whack. I'm, just, uh, I'm sorry to say it, but it's just, it's, I don't know. It, it, I, I've only played like about 12 to 15 hours at this point. Well, that's, that's more than well, enough time yeah. to get a feel for it. But I am going to see it through because it's, it's an Atlas join and I, I got to do my due diligence. Um, so what kind of personas do they have again? So who uh, who else? You have Krom, you got Darja. That's Cromulent, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, damn, I forgot. I but they're, uh, all, they're all Fire Emblem characters. They're yeah. all Fire Emblem references. Uh, what's your name? The... The big one. Purple hair. Oh. <laughs> what? Tamar immediately knew what I was talking about. What's your name? Stop. I, I forgot. Oh, no. no. Wait. Fire Emblem. Purple Lucy's hair. Lucy's on the, on the case. I want to know. You're not Cam- going to have a lot. Camilla? Camilla. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Is Camilla, yeah. Is Camilla in the game? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I haven't gotten to that point. Uh, mm, yeah. Do I want to click on the link of... Is it yanderagirls.fandom.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, you got to click that. Uh, who cares? Wow, she is a big girl. <laughs> a, big, a big one. Man, I don't know what oh, y'all talk about. She is feminine and sultry with a calming, serene nature bordering on yeah. whimsical and massive tits. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. 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 I, didn't know, I didn't know anything whoa. about that. She knows how to sew. Yeah. Hey, I'm um, But man... I'm, si- <laughs> <laughs> I'm still playing that game and I don't know it's it's fun I'll say that much uh, but it's it's missing that that heart that soul that Does- kind of drives the story because and I think about I play a lot of JRPGs that's, that's my jam mm-hmm. and there's always a reason to care about what's happening in those games and all whether it's like very simple I think about like SMT4 and how yeah. basic the premise is but I can follow it I know what the f- what I'm fighting for and I see how events tie together but this they're like i don't know you save your sister who's been missing for five years she's a secretary now and uh cool she's back and i ain't seen her in five years but hey she got a job most people don't how so, is the soundtrack it's pretty good that's I, not I that's not it's pretty good but the the thing with soundtracks is here's another here's another thing is that for me, a soundtrack really has to communicate what is also being portrayed on screen. Mm. Like, it can't just be good music. When I think about Persona soundtracks, I think about how those are also integral to what's happening, what people are, what characters are feeling, the, how intense a battle is. I think about battle themes and boss themes a lot. Um, these, these are good songs, and the, the cutscenes are incredible, too. The anime cutscenes in this game are incredibly well animated. It's like it reminds me of looking at Love Live performances in Love Live anime, and uh, but I mean, like, what for? Like, why? But why? But why though? I, I keep asking. That's the number one question I'm playing Tokyo Mirage sessions. But why though? Um, so it, it 
it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I don't know. It's fun. Still having fun. Mm. And I, uh, people have been asking, should I play this game? And I think that I would say it's on the lower of the priority list in terms of RPGs because if you're going to invest 50 to 60 hours in a game, uh, you would probably be like, you want to bet on liking it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, I mean, if you haven't played Fire Emblem Three Houses, if you haven't played Persona 5, or if you haven't played, I don't know, Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Hmm? Trails of Cold Steel. Hmm? Trails of Cold Steel. Hmm? Uh, I would recommend those uh, ahead of TMS. But I mean, like if you're looking for something that's cool and fun to take on the go on your Switch, and you want, you have, you're itching for them JRPGs. Like, hey, you know, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions might scratch that itch a little bit, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not the best game, but I, it's it's good. I'm having fun. So yeah, sweet. Yeah. And you've um, also been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Speaking of Trails of Cold Steel, actually, that's mm. that first. So the um, the last time I was on this podcast, mm -hmm. I had mentioned that I started Trails of Cold Steel and I was liking it. Guess how I feel now. Have you graduated to being obsessed with it? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, okay. oh, it hit, it hit, it clicked. It's the, it's the jam of 2020, man. I'm telling you. And I was talking about how in the past four years, I found something new to latch onto. It was Persona, then it was Yakuza, then it was Final Fantasy XIV this year. Oh, boy. It's Trails of Cold Steel, man. <laughs> And at first, because I talked about how at first it was as anime tropey, it's got like all the arch character archetypes, but man, that game is incredible at giving these characters backstory in a very efficient manner. So it doesn't get drawn, it doesn't get brought down in long exposition and rather says, okay, this is where this character come, comes from. You're going to go visit that area and story things are going to happen in the area. So you simultaneously progress in the story but it also ties to the character's origins mm -hmm. so you get two birds with one stone Ooh. as the story progresses and i'm almost done with uh, cold steel one and i'm already i feel like i know these characters so well and this is a four-part series so if i'm invested now boy i already got i already got cold steel 2 installed ready to go as soon as i finish one and i have cold steel 3 on ps4 man Man, and these these are long games too. They're like mm. 50, 60 hour Damn. JRPGs, and I'm loving it. It's, you know, it's as silly as it might look, and how you know some people look at JRPGs like ah, it's nonsense. Like, nah, like this game is pretty well grounded in terms mm. of what it's trying to tell. Like, it's got oh boy, it's got daddy issues. It's got um, it's mommy got, issues, but nah, not not so much. Not much. It's it's got some bad dads, and it's like the dangers of militarization. A lot of political drama and a lot of it touches on classism in some smart ways, mm. not in like the most groundbreaking ways, but it's really smart about how it talks about nobility and mm. arist aristocracy compared to commoners and their role in society and how the youngins are kind of like, eh, I don't really, I don't really, that I don't, doesn't make sense to me. But then all the older people are like, no, this is how it's got to be. Mm. Uh, so there's a lot of tension in there that feels genuine and it's very much earned on top of being a very good RPG. Man, that game's got some real good characters. So, man, I... You know, I haven't even heard of it like until yeah. you started talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's fairly niche. Yeah. It's been around for a real long time, but it's, it's like one of those, once you've broken through the surface of the JRPGs, when you want to get real dirty with JRPGs, 
Then you no, when you want to get real dirty with JRPGs, there are some. Yeah, I'm not that kind of. I'm on. talking about like, if you want to get like hyper graduating Neptunia. That is that is when you get real dirty with JRPGs. Come, come to my desk. I have a pile. <laughs> of real, it's a pile. It just says real dirty RPGs on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the all the Neptunia games. Great. Yeah. But yeah, Trails of Cold Steel. It, it just got localized recently, but they are like the first. I think the first two games were meant to. They are Vita games. So I'm playing them on PC, and of, of course they look like Vita games on a PC. Yeah. On a PC, but it has ultra wide support. So hey, get them anime goes ultra wide. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Relax. Uh, but yeah, I am absolutely in love with uh, Cold Steel, and expect to hear from me throughout the entire year about <laughs> Trails of Cold Steel. You heard it here first. Uh, Love to see it. Yeah, I do. And uh, lastly, Final Fantasy 14. I did the New Year event, and it's really good because you. Um, it's a year of the rat, and uh, people are like, hey, the rat stole our mochi. <laughs> and then they're like, well, we want to make mochi to celebrate the new year. And then you're like, damn, where the mochi at? And then you find out that the rats didn't steal the mochi, but the, the, mochi, Whoa, this twist. the mochi turned into a monster. And then you got to go out in the world and then do this, uh, this fate quest. If you play Final Fantasy XIV, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you do a fate quest where you fight the, this giant evil mochi. And then once you destroy it, I think I I don't know. I think you bring back the mochi and then you make it and then everyone's happy. Does That's very wholesome. do the rats get justice for being falsely accused? I a little bit. Do they bit. get some yeah. mochi at the end? Yeah, yeah and then the, I think the the people who are blaming the rats are like, "Hey, y'all ain't so bad after all." Yesterday we discovered that Michael is actually a incredibly casual Final Fantasy player. Who is you? Casual. Yeah. Because like we were like me and Ben were just chatting and Ben was <laughs> oh, just like God. you get exposed. Ben was Ben just had the idle camera on. And, I didn't know uh, what an idol camera and was. My man walks over like, "What's this?" I was like, "It's the idol camera." It's like, I see Lalafell. Yeah. I see cat girls. Yeah, what's what going on? Because like the idol camera is really cool in that game. It will like start moving around different people in the area. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's doing something interesting to try and give you like this cinematic view. It's got, of, yeah, it's got the cinematic bars. Yeah. So it'd be like, oh, it's gonna cut to someone who's dancing. Oh, there's like a little dog walking around this flower bed area. I'll cut to that. He walked over and he was like, "What?" I can't know everything. Casual. I played it's, 450 it's like, hours of that game. It's it's in the main menu, man. Damn. Too busy playing. It doesn't have time to be idle. Yeah, yeah, I know. And you need to get on Ben's level. My man's automated everything. Yeah. He's just sitting there watching his character. Shit. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy XIV still hitting. Oh, uh, man, there's new update coming in February. Ooh, stick to GameSpot for all that sweet coverage. <laughs> you know. And if you want to listen to me cry about the end of Shadowbringers, <laughs> I highly suggest you go back to uh, uh, the episode where we had Max Scoville. Uh, audio only, unfortunately, so you couldn't see the, so couldn't couldn't see the, tear, the, the yeah. twinkle in my eye. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing, man. I am deep in my bullshit, and I love it. Get me access to my account back. Sorry. Tam, what have you been playing and doing? Um, watching, watching, playing, doing a little bit of everything. I've been slowly making my way through the Witcher Netflix series. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I like think? it. I like it too. I like, I like it. it. I, quite I, I did it in like two days at my mum's house, just yeah. lying on the couch, just watch the whole thing. And then my mum came in when I was on episode four, and did the classic mum thing of, "Who's that? Who's she? Why is he in a bathtub? <laughs> Who's that?" Does yeah. he have magic powers? And I'm like, I'm not doing this. No. I'm not doing this. No, no. You, miss, you could just tell her, read the last wish, and then we'll talk. <laughs> but I'll yeah, get I, PS4 I've, been, yeah. <laughs> I've been enjoying it. Um, I know the timeline stuff is a bit wacky. Um, I, 
did you read about the explanation though? Because when the showrunner explained it, I was way more forgiving of it. I don't think it. They what did was it the explanation? In that you wouldn't meet certain characters like Siri until midway through, so yeah. unless they fudged the timeline. I, a bit. I agree, and there there are certain like late story mm. revelations that kind of hit yeah. because of the way they mess with the time stuff. I'm cool with that. It's the part where. They don't explain. They it don't explain all. it. So yeah. there, you'll go like three episodes in, thinking it's all happening at the same time, around the same yeah. time, and then you like suddenly you're like, wait, this doesn't line up, and then you're like, oh, this takes place. Like they really should have just added like a a year yeah, at the there's bottom. There's one scene where Geralt just appears in another character's section. I was like, huh? what? <laughs> yeah, and then that and there's a character who's alive who was dead like yeah, three episodes like, before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of it's kind of telling when they actually had to release their timeline after yeah i I have no issue with them doing it out of order i Mm. just like add that you just needed like a bit of text to say like 15 years earlier totally but regardless i still find it to be i think it's really like approachable as a fantasy series Mm. which is surprising given the heritage and the history and baggage that the witcher series has um there's so much content that you can consume of it but if you're like Game of Thrones is finished. That last season was hot garbage. <laughs> what can I get to get some Game of Thrones vibes? And that doesn't have like specific Game of Thrones vibes, but it's got like that world kind of building, interesting fantasy universe, like in a way more digestible and more immediately fun and enjoyable way. It's not lo- loads of episodes of like political machinations and political, you know, movements that eventually build up to, you know, this big battle or something. It's like, Geralt's got a sword. Now watch this. And it's got some of the best sword play in in any, like, anything I've seen. It's really cool. Episode one's, mm-hmm. like, super strong for it. Did you see that someone recut? They didn't even recut. They just put on Britney Spears' Toxic <laughs> yeah. over that fight That's scene. That's my favorite You can put Britney Spears' Toxic over Yo, so many Toxic. Oh, what was that? Uh, Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, That's a good one. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm working my way through it and I really like how like it's it's a great like one and done show mm-hmm. where you can watch one episode and be like, that was good. I'm going to enjoy it. It feels like watching or playing a really good side quest in The Witcher every yeah. time. Yeah. Like it always ends with like a moral always, choice. Yeah. It always ends in like a a kind of a, a choice needs to be made by Geralt and um, it will have ramifications. But and like it doesn't. The larger plot doesn't seem very obvious until very late in, but you get like an interest. It's always like Geralt rolls into a new town and X person needs help and a situation that seems initially quite simple, bad person doing bad thing, quickly becomes complicated. And then there's like a bit of romance. There's, you know, some nudity and sword swinging. Someone gets killed and by the end... Some incredible tits. Yeah, some good breastuses. Are we we naming episodes? Because... I don't know. That's, it seems to be a thematic fit between our <laughs> conversations here. Between what's her, what's her face from Fire Emblem and Camilla. Yeah, Camilla. Yeah, Camilla, yeah. Um, yeah, also a well-rounded series. Uh, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> There's a lot to enjoy. Um, and like, dudes get it out as well. Well, not perhaps not as like graphically uh, I mean, as they would in, in... What do you mean? Some wangs? In, yeah. Yeah, uh, swing. Wait, really? wang yeah, I did not see yeah. any frills. That's not a wang. No, there's no wangs in it. Um, oh, I mean, there's there's Henry Cavill in a bath. There's a lot of Henry Cavill in a bath. He's great as Geralt. Like, Surprisingly, surprised really how good. good he is. Yeah, clearly, like this is one of those 
situations where you know how any any time an actor takes on a, a like an iconic role from another media, they're like, "Oh yeah, I really care about this property. It means a lot to me." And you're like, "Yeah, shut up." No, really <laughs> nah, he's a gamer. Uh, no, he Capital is, G. Is, like I, but if you just watched his performance, you'd be like. Yeah, he, this guy knows The Witcher. He likes The Witcher. Yeah. Did you see uh, he was being interviewed in a junket and someone said, oh, you Xbox or PS4? Yeah. And he went, I'm PC, PC. baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's another video from back in the day where he talks about um, what Overwatch character he made. Yeah, and he prefaces it by being like, I know this is going to sound bad, but I really like this character. I think this is, you know, a lot of value in it. And it eventually ends in Symmetra and like... People are just like, oh, so Symmetra, the, yeah. the what character, what Overwatch character are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that, that is me, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, and his voice is real good. Like, mm-hmm. he's not Doug Cockle, but who else can be, you know, can be, you know, the original voice actor for oh. is iconic, but he gets there. Yeah. And like, there's moments where he's quoting the game word for word, and you're like, damn, that's. That's real. Yeah, so, he's just good. Real gamer out there playing. I haven't heard a winds howling yet. No, unfortunately yeah. not. That's uh, season two. Yeah. You gotta hold on. Season two, there needs to be a winds howling. Um, so I, after watching that, I dipped back into The Witcher three mm-hmm. um, to kind of play bits there, here and there, and I'm enjoying that. Um, I started playing on PS4. I finished it on PC, um, and I started playing on PS4 um with a fresh save so we'll see how long i stick with that but i'm enjoying it for now Mm. i'm dipping in and out of death stranding still Mm um just doing little bits of you know deliveries here and there uh more recently it's been like well we i've been playing shovel knight loads (laughs) yes uh so we can talk about shovel knight in a little bit yeah so that um i like i said last time rainbow six siege um yeah that's pretty much it Mm. that's that's what i've been i've kind of like I'm taking the calm before the storm to just play games that I've already played and mm-hmm. games that I'm not like super invested in right now, like the Overwatches and the Sieges and that kind of stuff. Because I know once the, you know, the big games start hitting, they're going to hit like fast. Yeah, big, big game deuce coming, coming in. Yeah. Mm. So enjoying that. And um, yeah, just that kind of stuff. Uh, My Hero Academia watching that. Oh Ooh. yeah, new season. Oh, I'm still like I'm not caught up. Ooh, the latest episode it had some budget spent on it. Oh, holy oh. moly! That's some animation in there. As you know, Ooh. there's some moments m- moments in My Hero Academia where you can be like, yeah, they animated this so hard that the lighting takes a hit. Like the screen gets dimmer, <laughs> and you're like. It, they physically cannot, <laughs> cannot. The only way to get it like full color is to wait for the Blu-ray release, <laughs> when you can get like vi- the non. But like, there's moments like when, your like, streaming compression just cannot handle yeah, it. Yeah, like the actual like every version of it. Like there's a scene in the first season which um, there's a fight between two characters. Um, it's uh, Todoroki and uh, Deku, and they like both do their abilities at each other. Oh yes. during the thing. And if you watched any streamed version of that, as those two abilities are about to hit. Like it just gets slightly darker because they're like, no, we can't do this. It's too many lights. <laughs> it's it's too bright. And like that, that latest episode has got a big fight in it, and um, it's like, oh, let's crank this down a bit. Damn. <laughs> so I'm excited to see that That's on Blu-ray wild. with the, all the colors. Mm. Um, but yeah, so My Hero Academia continues to be mm-hmm. uh, one of the coolest anime shows around, TV shows around, even. Mm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. John Luke. Uh, watch Witcher, which is very good. 
Mm. Tam mentioned. Um, played a little bit of Final Fantasy XIV because I did pick it up. Oh, um, tell me more. Well, me so more, I've played about, <laughs> I've played it like three, four times now, and I can't play more than an hour before I have to turn it off because <sighs> I am in. It's that Realm Reborn. I'm stuff, in that baby. Realm Reborn nonsense. It is fetch quest nonsense wow it is dude boring dialogue it's not great i am willing to put up with it i'm willing to get to the good stuff because people keep i I am not doubting that it's good stuff we're doing this because we believe you yeah yeah it's a labor of love it is this is this a real rough going this is the thing that that hooked me into realm reborn though was it's 90 hours of trash the music the music's good i'll admit the, the music is pretty good the just yeah, like how good. beautiful the environments are it's, not, yeah. it's, like it's, it's, it's all right you're the 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 how much you you love your character i you have to make a like character that you love I've, yeah i've got takis fuegos takis fuego yeah i love takis yeah. fuego He's trapped in European service. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. And uh, yeah, that's cat girls. That's all you need. Yeah, that's uh, it's got the Mikote cat girls. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Give up the program. I had, I had Ben uh, and his roommate were like playing with me, uh, very, very graciously. We're like, and they were just like, they were just like, yeah, man, this early stuff's trash. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you said so Ben's automated a bunch of stuff. Can you not just do that to get through all the? Or is you, that just you, no, no, you can't macro your way through macros and yeah. stuff like so, that. So, so you can like apparently farming. buy like a skip that just yeah. gets you to another expansion I'm, that's like I'm fifteen considering bucks. Considering it, you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Mm. The, the, because I, I think what saved Realm Reborn for me was actually the last. Uh, I don't know, ten quests of the pre Heaven's Word, like the post. The patched-in quests that lead into Heaven's Word, the first expansion, are what really sold me on the struggles that are happening in that world. Because then it's like, okay, all the stuff that we've been telling you, we're telling you, telling, we're showing you what the lay of the land is. Okay, now we're gonna flip the switch, and then now you're gonna, now you're gonna see yeah, yeah. why we've been telling you about all this shit this whole time. Mm. And then that's when I was like, it clicked for me, and I'm like, damn, that's wild. I can't wait to see what happens next. Then the ball starts rolling. So I mean, if you maybe maybe you can just like maybe watch the Are the cutscenes. In it is that gonna hit if if you skipped all the way to the front? That's kind of what I'm wondering about. No, not all. Well, yo, there's three expansions are full games though. Like right. Heaven's Word, Stormblood, Shadowbringers are 50 hour experiences alone. So mm. I mean, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll just grind and I'll get there. Because you, you bought the the complete set, right? I did. Yeah. So I have everything. Uh, yeah, there you go. You set. Although my my thirty day subscription did run out, so like I said, just stay. Uh, hit me up. I'll uh, I'll cash app you, I'll, and uh, uh, yeah. I'll pay for your subscription, bro. All right, man. Yeah, cash app. yeah. Uh, paying three subscriptions right now. Yeah, he's if, doing if you want me, it. Yeah, John Luke, and um, who's the other person? Jake. Jake, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I'm actually considering opening up two more slots. So if y'all want to play Final Fantasy XIV, <laughs> get your subscription paid for. I still pay for mine. So, because uh, I actually wish my subscription fee was higher. Oh, cool. oh. Psych, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm good. I just, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, showtime money. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you playing as? Uh, Cat Girl? No, no, oh, oh, oh uh, <laughs> Lan- yes. Lancer. Lancer. Lancer, okay, yeah. Lancer's fun. I heard I heard you can do like weird flips and yeah. Once you become dra- once you become dragoon, like, that's uh, so I was like, all right, that sounds pretty cool. Mm. Um, but otherwise, the main thing I've been playing is Mass Effect Three Reaper indoctrination. Oh, is I, an I actually means of corrupting <laughs> organic minds. I actually pulled up that uh, codec <laughs> the second I could and then read it. Uh, yeah, I've been playing that. So a couple years ago, when Andromeda came out, I played through one and two with my girlfriend who never played them. 
mm-hmm. loved them. Then Andromeda came out, and for some reason, we kind of fell off Mass Effect for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, oh. after you Who played knows why you would uh, leave it after uh, when Andromeda <laughs> Well, I was like, in. I played Andromeda because I had it like an early copy and I was like, oh man, I'm not, oof. I, and then, mm, so she I was watching, she was watching Andromeda. me play it. I 100% of that game. 60, Andromeda? Yeah, 60 hours. So I, I can definitively a, say, I do not like that I game. Took, I, I, <laughs> I rarely take days off work. I took a day <sighs> off for Andromeda. Damn. Damn. Wasted days off. It's funny. I was like kind of in denial. Like when, like in the office, people were like, "What do you think about it?" I'm like, "Oh, I like it." Yeah. And then it was like, "Yeah, I like it." And then like four days later, I'm like, "All right, I don't um, like it." <laughs> some <laughs> of it came to the conclusion. Tam, you and I went to EA in Guildford to do the hands-on, the first hands-on of Andromeda, mm. and we both came out and we we're like. That felt really good, man. Yeah, that yeah. feels really good. The combat play. feels Probably good. Probably the yeah, best, best playing yeah. Mass Effect. Yeah. But and because they, they drop you, they dropped you in like six hours. We were kind of like, oh, it's fine. It's a Mass Effect game. I'm sure they'll explain the story, and I'll love and appreciate yeah, all these yeah, characters yeah. by the time I get there. And it's like, right. Oh, they give you that one character. I forgot the name. The pilot, and like she has this amazing sequence where she talks about like religion and the stars and stuff. And I remember writing a preview about it. And yeah. I was thinking, oh yeah, this is I like you weighed that. Yeah, I was like, this is like, <laughs> oh, it feels is it profound? Yeah. I forgot her name. I forgot her name. Exactly. I don't remember any. I don't I remember, remember any of P- their I names. I remember PB, and that's it. Cora. I was another one. Icora. Icora. Icora Ray. Close enough. C H O R A. I can't. I cannot uh, remember. Drax. Yeah, I remember you writing that. I remember that PB Drac. Drac's cool. He's just yeah. grumpy older. The problem is, Rex. I walked into a room once and there was four Drax in yeah, there. Yeah, that happened to me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, I have the exact same glitch. <laughs> Which was my Drac? Oh, geez, Jarl. Yeah. Yeah. Lexi. Who was in Game of Thrones? No, I don't like her. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Well, anyway, I, w- I didn't play Andromeda. I played Mass Effect 3. Oh, yeah, tell us about 3. Uh, it's, real, it's real good. Suvi. Oh, oh Suvi. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was okay. Um, Great way to play. I, I haven't played 3 for a few years, and I do, I do want to go back. Yeah, so, yeah. so I, I played... I've only played it twice compared to, like, the 10 times yeah, I've played same. Mass Effect 1 and 2. And... Uh, Full disclosure, I was one of those people that really did not like the ending when it came out. Wow. Um, Boo. I wasn't a wronging. I didn't. Yeah. You know, yeah, I gonna, yeah we, we know you're like, not you a know, wronging. I wasn't going to do that. Um, but I we've, was definitely we've had like. had long discussions about it. Well, yeah. yeah. Right, I, I've definitely been. I was disappointed in the ending and I felt like it, it didn't live up to kind of like the standard that Bioware had set up. Um, but as like the DLC came out and, and I feel like. It's kind of shitty to say, but like kind of patched some of that. Yeah. Like that's not it's not great, but like when you kind of come back to it and you and you don't really care as much about that, you you are like, yeah, it makes it a little bit better. And, and I think Citadel kind of like that was such a make good Go um, DLC fan yeah. service, yeah, so greatest good. DLC of all time. Um, so going back to it now is kind of like really eye opening. Where it's like I've I've been away from it. I've accepted Mass Effect Three for what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of enjoying it on its own terms. And uh, ooh, I really I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Like it's it is. Probably the most fan servicey Bioware game I've ever yeah. played, but in like a really good way. Like that that sounds bad, but it's like every mission, yeah. every moment, every line is like a callback to something else you did. Like you know, from like big obvious stuff, like oh, did you save you know the Rachni or not? To like, yeah, I you know uh, did this one random side quest in Mass Effect One. Like mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, like I had a moment where. I've had characters acknowledge different romances I did for both Mass Effect 1 and 2. Like, like Jack <laughs> acknowledged that I romanced Garrus, and then Rex acknowledged that I romanced Liara in Mass Effect 1 in, like, separate conversations. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love that they 
it, like there's that much detail in it because I remember a lot of people being like, oh, you're there's not as many choices in Mass Effect mm. 3. And it, it's it's I mean, there are, but it's more that like. It's just paying off everything. Yeah. It's more yeah. like the, the algorithm behind the scenes is calculating everything you did in those last two games yeah. and then applying that mm -hmm. throughout that whole game. And so it's just like every moment is like this cool reference to like a thing you did and it, it just feels so rewarding mm -hmm. I, to play. I started playing the other that's the other game i was playing was mass effect one because it's on game pass and like i'm trying to do that thing where i diverge and play differently mm -hmm. and each time i just come back to oh i'm the same way, way. i'm and just like, like gotta do that exact same path it's I've done wild every time. how even when you know exactly what's gonna happen it still hits and mm -hmm. you're like damn it's so good and like that the third game is all about the culmination of all that, right? Yeah. And I think that's why I was way more forgiving back then about the choices and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's all about how it wraps up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's been, it's been a lot of fun to replay that game. Mm -hmm. And it makes me like, makes me really want that remaster, yeah. that remake, yeah. that, that something. I'm just like, oh man. Cause like I'm playing it backwards compatible on Xbox, which is nice, but it's like, I need, I need like. What if you get them upgraded textures and that native 4K 60 FPS? What Ooh, if Shepherd they real like nice. found a way to kind of like merge those games together in a, into like, one big game? I mean, I don't know. I, I was thinking about that, like how feasible that'd be, because those games do have like different mechanics to them that might yeah. be a little tough. Mm -hmm. But like, even just like. I don't know, like 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 just a consistent visual, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah. over the board or, or like. Yeah, yeah. Like for example, um, if you play Female Shepherd, they didn't add a default Shepherd like mm -hmm. character model until three, yeah. which is like crazy. Yeah. And so like, it, could, could you give me that? Because I actually really like the way she looks, and I'm like, yeah. could you give me that back into like one and two, mm. or like put the combat of like three into one? Like, yeah, I, definitely tighten up the combat from one. Yeah, yeah, but it's also weird. There's like things that happen in the plot that would make like playing it almost sequentially a bit weird right that's like, why i think like you couldn't 100 percent do it that way yeah. because because you do like yeah there's certain things that change and it wouldn't quite line up but mm. they tweeted um uh today like about the mass effect relays was it today yeah, yeah. It, was the, yeah. it was the music yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, play the, play when, you, when you go to the citadel for the first yeah. time yeah. today's the anniversary of when they discovered the relays i think or something oh, okay. it's the 10th oh, anniversary yeah. of mass effect 2 on the 26th yeah and they i know for n7 they kept being like hey you know we still there's still a lot of stories to tell in the mass effect universe yeah. and I do it then you cowards right yeah, like they know you it's, it's very cowards. clear everyone at bioware knows like People just want Mass Effect. They're also pretty probably fans of it as much as we are. Oh, exactly. Too. And you can tell they want it as yeah. well. Like, so it's just like, I mean, the like, question is, are they actually working on something, or <laughs> is this just them trying to like desperately be like, maybe if our tweets get enough attention, oh we can God. show this to someone Here's at EA. Right. Here's All the right. thing. I don't like hypothetical. Do you really want the Bioware that we have now to be working on a new Mass Effect? Uh, I no. But mm. the Bioware that made Anthem and the Bioware that made maybe uh, I would, maybe right. the question Let's is relax. less. No, no, maybe the question is less. I, I do you want do. the Bioware and do you want the EA? That's a good question yeah. because I, I still think I that they like, could make a, an amazing. I think they could too. Yeah, and I, mean, I think like the problem we have is like. They need to be left alone for a little while to well, do their thing. Let's, yeah, let's I mean, not do no backseat developing. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want a backseat yeah, 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 developing. But I, I think. I think honestly. I think if they wanted to get some goodwill, I think an easier a project would be yeah. the remasters. Yeah. Like, hey, just get your feet wet. 
you know, like do them in like a nice like HD, you know. Uh, I think that's a really <laughs> easy way to we, get. We've been doing like the GameSpot with next year predictions. And I swear in 2018, I said, yo, Mass Effect Remasters. And I think Chris Pereira in 2019 said, Mass Effect Remasters. I think someone else happening. for 2020 said, Mass Effect Remasters. <laughs> I'm going to say it until it happens. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. got like you have to keep wishing it. Yeah, it's yeah, like that and Will it into Souls Remaster. Yeah. And I keep saying it until oh, it Demon happens. Souls Remaster. Dude, like. What are Blue Point doing? That's, that's my doing? theory. I, I think about what Blue Point's doing. Demon Souls Remaster, top no, my list. I reckon they're going to be like Mass Effect. My prediction is Blue Point comes out and they're like, listen, Ow. wait, I think it's, I think they're going to be like, we made our own game. No, no, no they said they, it was. They, no, they, they said it was another remaster. remaster, and they said it was going to blow people's minds. Like they're like, it's going to be. I reckon insane. they do their own game as well. Or, so. I would love to see what their own game is, but yeah. uh, I think like, we've done hey, all of your games. Hey, hey, you know what else Blue Point remastered before they could do a remake of Shadow Blossoms, Snake Eater. Yes. Oh, oh, you're talking about the future. Yes. Blosses. <laughs> Shadow Blosses. Yeah. Snake Eater. Eater. Wow. Remastered wow. would be incredible. Some may say that the, the best version of Snake Eater is the uh, 3DS version. I think you're going to say the version. Wrong, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm, saying, some, I'm just saying something. Say some may say I've that, never played yeah, it. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I played it. The DS version? Yeah. Oh, okay. I only played the PS2 3DS version. 3DS version. Yeah. Damn. That's cool. Relax. I saw me say my Mass Effect 3 is the best in the trilogy. I'm not saying that. That's you said me. that earlier and everyone went, what? I'm not saying it's me. I like, I love Mass Effect 3 a lot because that whole game felt like an ending. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, like, that's kind of what y'all was saying. But. I ugly cried at that game. In review. Oh, yeah. Ugly cried. In review, Mass Effect is great. That's yes. Oh, we, we want a remaster. Who knew? <laughs> we like Mass Effect here at the game. Yeah, who knew? Yeah. We really like Mass Effect here. Yeah. Uh, all right, I've been, um, despite traveling a lot, like flying back to the UK and stuff, I haven't really played a lot of games. Like games. Lucy I James watched, doesn't games. Exactly. Damn. That's that's my brand. It's actually a fraud. Uh, I did watch a bunch of movies. Oh, it's a fraud, it's a fraud. <laughs> I watched The Farewell, which was really great. Oh, Aquafina. Oh, hey, shout out to my Asian game. She was great. Uh, I watched Little Women. Um, I watched, I mean, I texted Mike Mahardy, Annihilation Apologist, the other day. So I was, I was super sick and I was so Apologist. sick. I was so sick that I didn't, I, I watched um, <laughs> the retry uh, RKG boys were doing this Outlast playthrough mm. and it was too loud for me. I was too sick <laughs> to have loudness. Smoking out loud. So dude. I texted Mike and I said, um, is Annihilation a good film? And he replied, oh, don't is do this that. Yeah, he replied, is this a joke? Oh, okay. uh, and I said, no, no, as in like, is it a good film to watch when I'm sick? Is it loud? And he said, no, it's not loud at all. It's like, what? my man's lying. <laughs> lying. He's a liar. I mean, I, en Damn, I enjoyed you got played. it. Until maybe the ending. That's how you know you're really sick when you're like actively asking for Mike Mahardy's opinions. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, you was that delusional. Anyway, I didn't. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed a lot of it. There were some bits where I was just kind of glazing over a bit, but I don't know if that was because I was sick or not. Um, I have. I, it's weird that I'm going to mention this, but it's because I want to talk about it more next week when I've actually had a proper chance to watch it. But The Outsider started on HBO, oh, which yeah. is the new. It's a Stephen King. Um, he got cancelled and then he sort of uncancelled himself, himself, but he's. I'm, That's yeah. not for him to decide. Yeah. He. Uh, questionable uh, Twitter presence the other day. Anyway, 
it's Stephen King, but it's uh, Ben Mendelsohn and Jason Bateman. And so my favorite Jason Bateman is obviously I love Arrested Development. Jason Bateman is incredible in Arrested Development, but the best Jason Bateman is scary as shit Jason Bateman uh so if you've seen The Gift or even Ozark he can play a terrifying person really really well and I think it's because you sort of know him as the oh he's Michael Bluth he's a a happy-go-lucky dad who just wants the best for his son so when he plays these more psychotic roles it's terrifying and he's really really good at it so I started watching it last night but I had a beer and no dinner yet uh, and so I started it. watching it and it was like, oh, this is, no, this is way too intense for me right now. So I'm going to stop. And also there's just, the whole thing is <laughs> oh. about um, a kid who's murdered. Oh, whoa. And an 11 year old boy. Yeah, an 11 year old boy who's murdered. And I thought they would sort of do the regular um, show, like, you know, oh, it's a kid being murdered. We're not going to show too much of it on screen. <laughs> and I'm not being funny. I picked up my my takeaway my doordash got ordered and i unpaused the bloody tv show and that was like just a dead child and i was like oh okay mm, no i'll come back to it mm. so you had a series of unlucky recommendations yeah. <laughs> for the mood that you were in yeah. at each time but that's unfortunate i'm what? gonna i'm gonna watch it this weekend because we obviously have the three-day weekend so i'm gonna watch the first three episodes oh yes i forgot about that three episodes. Uh, and i watched all of killing eve um first season that's how you kill an evening God, you're better than that. Actually, you're not, Tam. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Savage. Uh, I watched Killing Eve uh, first season way better than the second. The second mm. season was a bit just like, okay. It's just like an MI5 agent and an assassin, and you kind of watch the timelines at the same time. And, you know, the, the MI5 agent's trying to catch the assassin. The assassin's going about doing a business. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like, it was fine. It was fine. Uh, wh- I watched wh- the whole thing. Wh- wh- where are you getting these? Rec- are you just like, how, how are you coming across these things? Are you getting them recommended by people? I keep an extensive list on oh, my okay. phone sure. of stuff that I want to watch that I hear is good. And I, I wanted to watch uh, Killing Eve because I like uh, Fleabag and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, sure. and, um, Do you but, have a running list of anime? Uh, beyond things like my hero. Oh, I started watching Cowboy Bebop again oh, the other okay. day. You've never finished it though, have you? No. I think there's only ever like two episodes that I never watched. I would never watch the end of the series. Um, do, do you know how it ends? No. Or? Oh, good. Yeah, I m- imagine being in 2020 and not having Cowboy do, Bebop. Do you know about Aaron Sampson and how he had been? <laughs> Aaron Sampson is cute. We found producer out. Producer against what? Um, he's producer. He's got like three kids. He's like one of the older producers in the office. He's been apparently slowly watching Cowboy Bebop for the last decade. What? How? I like, know. He's got kids. An episode a year. And and he was like last year. He was telling us like, yeah, I think I'm finally gonna finish it. And he's like, I don't even remember stuff. Well, but, but he was like, well, I forget. It. Did he not know there was a second season, or he was like, he's like, oh, I heard they canceled it. You know, never did a second season. That's a real bummer, or whatever. Like he had no idea, and I was like, oh, <laughs> he didn't know. Mans didn't know. Yeah, Damn. he's like, oh shit, a lot more episodes. Was to watch. For uh, that was yeah. really adorable, though. Yeah, oh bless him. He started uh, watching Full Metal, I think. Oh yeah, he was t- talking to me about Full Metal. Yeah, he's Alchemist. watching Full Metal. Alchemist. What? Yeah. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's watching with his kids because that's, that's a, a bit Aaron's much. an anime boy. Yeah, yeah. stealth. There's so many stealth weebs. Stealth yeah, weebs. Out there. Uh, and I've been playing Shovel Knight. So uh, Audio Logs is running on Gamespot right now. So we've done uh, Death, Death Stranding, Control, Control, Disco, Disco Elysium. Uh, we've got Gears Five this weekend, which is actually one of my. I'm not particularly a huge Gears person. 
um, like played it. You'd liked never fit it. in that armor. Hmm? You'd never fit in that armor. No, my <laughs> neck isn't thick enough. Um, but I've never really been, you know, hugely, hugely invested in it. Uh, but we did this uh, Gears Five audio logs, and now I'm like, oh damn, there is a lot more layers to yeah. Gears. It, it's it's weird how yeah. like the when we talk to developers and you start digging into the intricacies of how they make certain sequences or how yeah. they make their games. Yeah, you're like, oh snap! Like I didn't realize that you thought of that thing this way. Mm-hmm. And then when you go back and play it, you're like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. this I mean, was put th- together by a person that I talked to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's really, it's really cool. Talking to Rod Ferguson about how they were doing uh, inclusive design courses at the studio, and throughout all of it, that's how Jack became a playable character mm. in Gears Five. Um, and then because, and then they just sort of worked on the character more and more and more to make him different and like more fun to play. You know, even if you don't have a disability. And mm. so it's anyway, episode coming on Sunday. Very good. But we also had um, David D'Angelo from Yacht Club Games in the studio today to film the Shovel Knight episode. Um, And he was talking about all the games that have inspired Shovel Knight and all the mechanics that inspired uh, all the mechanics within the treasure Mm. trove. And we had to do a ton of capture to make sure that we got everything (laughs) that he wanted to talk about. So between... Myself, Tamor, and Peter Brown, we have played... Y'all just going ham on Shovel Knight, huh? Ooh. Tam managed to do the bulk of it. Because yeah. I, I hadn't picked it up until we started like planning for this episode. Um, I did like some of the Plague Knight stuff and the Spectre Knight stuff. Um, and Tam got the rest of the Shovel Knight stuff. And Peter was like, oh, I can play NES games? Yeah, 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 yeah that's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> like, give, me, give me the whole list, it's fine. And Alessandro got some Ninja oh. Gaiden for us too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun, and um, yeah, I've got the Treasure Trove on my Switch now. Yeah, I the think Treasure S- Trove is amazing. Yeah, like I think mm. Spectre Knight and Plague Knight are my favorites to play as because I can't. When I was just playing a Shovel Knight, I was really struggling to sort of the get the timing mechanic, and yeah. the bounces right and everything. But there's, a, I think, there's a bit more leniency playing as Spectre and playing mm. as Plague Knight. King Knight. Uh, yeah, I, d- I didn't pick. Th- I didn't tell you that because you were you were capturing yeah. King of Cards, but I do want to play. He's got Wario's shoulder bash. I didn't know that. I, um, that mm-hmm. So that's that's yeah. the one I haven't played yet. That's what the, that's what the episode is kind of a lot about. What David D'Angelo talks about It's like Shovel Knight over this period that it's been releasing new games has just become this collection of the best side-scrolling platform mechanics because it's like and all like uh, it's like this massive love letter to classic games mm. it's got like ideas from Zelda 2 from Kirby 64 it's got like Wario ideas it's got Earthbound ideas Mario ideas <laughs> Mega Man ideas like it's like a crash course in in platformers and classic platformers NES era onwards so like you don't really when you take a step back and look at the the franchise and he even describes it as like we wanted to go back to games that even people may not have liked at the time. Right. And yeah. find the thing that was interesting, but was never really given the attention it deserved or didn't get the opportunity to be refined. So the Zelda Pogo mechanic is the core of Shovel Knight, you know, Shovel of Justice. Or Which everyone Shovel assumes Truth, so. is from uh, yeah. um, DuckTales, but it's actually yeah, taken it's from actually Zelda. from Zelda too. Yeah, um, Shovel of Hope is that the, the whole thing is built on that mechanic, and it's the same for other ideas like in and like the uh, the uh, Spectre Knights kind of like you know uh, dash attack smash. Yeah, the dash is um, the uh, a move from Ninja Gaiden Black, and like yeah. it's just like taking those ideas. It's really interesting, almost like kind of like this collection, like educational collection about the history of um, 
platform is. Mm. I yeah. love that because uh, I I always knew it was like based on you know like oh yeah you know it's it's mm. Mega Man it's this and that but specifically that it's based on a lot of mechanics from like that they love but were from games that maybe necessarily didn't catch yeah. on. Mm. I think it's so cool because mm. I think about that a lot of like mm. you know there are games that didn't hit with people or weren't very good and and kind of faded away but they had like this i this one, one thing that was like actually really cool and you're like man like i wish more games that, brought that yeah. forward or like you know explore that so i think that's a really fascinating like game philosophy yeah. um I'm looking so forward to the episode. Please, please be excited. Yes. Yes. Sounds, sounds like, in the coming weeks. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I want to play Shovel Knight again. Like, yeah. Yeah, I do talk about Shovel Knight yeah. for like really two and a half hours. It is a like detailed breakdown game by game yeah. of like inspiration, Shovel Knight idea, how they got there. So if you want like a crash course and you want to see someone very passionately talk about their love of that genre and classic games, mm. watch that episode of Audio Logs. Mm. All right, let's talk about news. Half the presses. Oh, Square Enix had a day, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they had a day because they looked at the the bankroll that they're making from Final Fantasy XIV. It's like I'm just kidding. Well, this guy's paying for four subscriptions, and he said he wants to give us more money. Final Fantasy VII remake and Avengers got delayed. So remake got delayed by about what a month? A month and a few days. A month and a few days. Avengers got delayed into. September? September. That was oh. supposed to come in May, right? Or something? Yeah. Some, uh, it was like a summer game, but now it's like a late summer game. I don't know. I'm mm, not too surprised about Avengers. I feel like I've barely seen that game. Yeah, oh, it feels like... <laughs> I saw that one um, gameplay bit. I, I haven't been to any of the behind closed doors stuff at yeah. E3 or anything, a, but I saw that, like, I don't know, a bunch of people in a car park. They had like, like a, a Comic Con or day. something. They, they had, had a preview yeah. day. F- not recently, but like last uh, middle, not middle, uh, post E3. But like that was where they revealed Kamala Khan is like yeah. the main character. And, and everyone was oh, right. buzzing about Kamala uh, yeah, Khan. Yeah, that's like, I feel like that game, it builds momentum and then it just goes away. And then it builds momentum and it goes away. The, like, I mean, the weird thing about that game for me is that like if it had come out before Endgame... You would have been fine because that was when everyone was still thinking about the yeah. Avengers and thinking about how the MCU was going to wrap up yeah. Phase Three, and now it's this weird fallow year where End Games happened. You had that uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, and then we've got nothing until like no big ensemble things. You've got uh, Black Widow. You've got the like not Inhumans. Uh, oh, Eternals. Like, yeah, Eternals. But like there. Eternals is not an established. Yeah. movie franchise yet i would say um well then so it, it's it's very very weird timing wise yeah. i mean but, I, like, I, but I mean like, again you know me and i was so quote delayed games eventually good etc yeah, yeah. Mm. i think avengers are and marvel's heroes are eternally popular like, you stick them on the front of the cover and the work gets done for you easily so i like i don't doubt that it'll be successful I just would love to see more of that game. It's getting pushed a couple months. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know if it's that's going to be a, like a massive. It's it's not that big of a deal. It's not like, oh, we're postponing it yeah. indefinitely or yeah, we're pushing yeah. it to next year. Also, it's like I mean, at least we'll probably find out more as the year goes on, but right now like there is that's the only game I'm aware of that is scheduled to come out In like the later half past of the year. April. Like, yeah. you know, we, we just don't know about any yeah. game. Speaking of April. I think it's like, I remember looking at like Games Wikipedia for like, where, that's like a good way to, I, I yeah. do to like look at like what's coming out this year. And it's like after like May, it was just like, there was nothing. Nada. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And Final Fantasy VII Remake. 
from March 3rd to April 10th. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think, uh, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But I'm thinking about us. So, like, so that's the thing is, yo, yeah. I don't mind that it's being delayed a month. It's more like, ah, shoot, you made that way worse for us because it was that was the first big game that was coming out this mm. year as far as us covering it. And yeah, now yeah, you're yeah. like, what if we drop that in the middle of everything? Yeah, like else? for, for like, some context, oh. like for us, we usually get games a bit early. And Final Fantasy uh, VII remake was supposed to be like the first of the wave, mm. and then that would have been like, okay, we can knock out all the stuff we want to do around Final Fantasy VII Remake before we start to dive into Doom Eternal, Animal yeah. Crossing, P5R, Cyberpunk, Resident Evil 3. But now it's like, actually, we're going to drop that between Resident Evil 3 and Cyberpunk. <laughs> so like, no. uh, good luck, y'all. I think Cyberpunk is going to get delayed. <laughs> I, <laughs> At least I'm, I, I'm just saying. That's my it's prediction. Just, I mean... Uh, but anyway, but I mean, like, quiet, isn't it? It's for, a bit for, too quiet. For I, I want tricky. hands on. Where's your hands Where's on? The hands Where's on? the hands on? Where's the hands on, lads? For us, it's tricky, but like, think of it from the people who are like just oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, be they're buying f- and playing games. They're gonna they be it. Ha- they're gonna have a great month. Yeah. They get to play oh, sure. Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah. Their bank accounts is gonna look real dry yeah. though. Yeah, I don't know. Still though, yeah. Final Fantasy VII. I know. That's oh, awesome. but you know what's out in February though to tide us over? Bayonetta and Vanquish bundle. Oh, I, I, I just recently I played know, Vanquish yeah, I've, I've, I've and Bayonetta, actually. So. Yeah, if you I think I've played Bayonetta maybe like 10 times at this yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't played it, those games hold up extremely well. I mean, yeah, you should well. definitely yes. play it if you have not played yeah, both yeah. of those games. I, I haven't played Bayonetta in years, so I'm well Fantastic game. Vanquish, also very good. As for I the reason... I like Vanquish the first time I played it, so I'm really? excited to go back to Tam it. Gideon. You should uh, uh, talk... Damn. Talk to talk to Matt Aspinelli. He loves that game. He does. And he like, talking to him, he like because I never played it, and then like hearing him enthusiastically talk about it. It was when they did the PC port. Yeah. And I was like, oh okay, like all right, you're selling me on it. And then I played it, and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm feeling it. Like yeah. it's, you know, Platinum's take on a cover shooter mm. in all its and platinum. It's pretty well um, done. Yeah. Sam Gideon's it's a lot of real, fun. real, good. real dumb. Yep. That's some slipping and sliding in that game. Yeah. So. Final Fantasy VII Remake delayed slightly, yeah. but will probably be better. So yeah, every the cloud, every cloud has a silver lining. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow! Did you like that? Did wow. you like that? Yeah. No. no. Get out of here! Come on! Stick stick to tampons. Tampons. Right. Tampons. Whoa! 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 <laughs> I did not mean that. Tam tam packs. Uh, you know how Ultra Flow. You know how tam makes right? uh, pun. Oh no 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 wait that was you the one that, that yeah, yeah I made and it. I took you, it. You tweeted. Yeah. No, you credited me. It was good. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one understands what's happening here. They're like, oh, uh, tam if you don't follow Tamor on Twitter, he makes puns of his own name. My favorite bit, all the because uh, you have such a great name that can fit into. It fits into words. so much. <laughs> My favorite thing was when uh, a mutual friend of ours in the UK just tweeted. Uh, how is it that Tamar Hussein can just make puns on his own name and no one says anything? <laughs> and uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, if you do, if you do it long enough, people just be like, people yep, stop he's, just, he's just uh, he's just doing it. Yep. Uh, Yoshinori Kitase had a statement as well uh, oh. regarding the Final Fantasy VII remake delay. <laughs> yeah. uh, about so, Tam, I thought it was about like Yoshinori Kitase. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Nah, dog. I'm cutting <laughs> you off, bro. That's the last time you make a pun in this episode. We are making this tough decision in order to give ourselves a few extra weeks to apply final polish to the game and to deliver you the best possible experience. Kitase-san said with a message to the studio, I, on behalf of the whole team, want to apologize to everyone. It's all right, man. It's, good. it's, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it's, it. It's chill, it's chill. As I know, this means waiting for the game a little bit longer. Thank you for your patience and continued support. Dog, people have been waiting for this game since exactly. 2015. Yeah. They can wait another yeah, month. This is a significant portion 
proportional. Final I mean, Fantasy they've been fans. waiting for it yeah. since uh, that PS3. Some of us still uh, don't exactly. even believe it's real. Like we're like, oh, we'll yeah, we'll believe you when that's we've got it in our hands. <laughs> when they the put out the March third release date, I was like. Yo, this game is real. It's really real. For I don't reals. believe it until it's in my PS4. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, I, I played the PAX West. We played the PAX West oh, demo. Yeah. And that could I could be an like, all illusion. Was, was that real? I got it. I'm like, oh, dog. You were in VR the whole time. Damn. They drugged you. You had that water you drank before yeah, you went there? That's what's up. That's what's all up. right. Uh, Smash Brothers. So I guess this is making a guess because by the time this podcast goes up. Oh, is that. That's what we're doing is here. Is that tomorrow? That's, yeah, by the time this podcast goes up, the Smash character will have been revealed, but we can all make one guess each. One, one guess each? Hard Drive um, did a great tweet what about it? it. It was um, new Smash Brothers character revealed to be that one guy who only wants to play Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> or who demands that you only play Brawl or something. It was oh, very good. I had the f- funniest thing. Um, the second to last day before the end of the year, um, it was bring your kid to work day. So you brought your kid? No, I, yeah, I brought my kid. Yeah, uh, secret family. Wow. No, so, Who so everyone thing everyone had a brought their kids, and um, <laughs> I basically ended up being the person who somehow, like, I set up, like, a bunch of switches for the kids to play. Right. So oh. I set up, like, Mario Kart. Oh. I set up, like, Smash Bros. And um, I was like, all right, for Smash, I'll just plug in these, you know, GameCube controllers. It's just the easiest way oh, to make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then these kids, they must have been, like, five. They were, like... These are some weird controllers. Oh, I was like, no. Damn. And I was like oh no! Like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're right. They Get your ass out here, Grandpa. We want Joy Cons. Yeah, <laughs> not this. This and I was like, all you, all you people buttons. who keep talking about uh, GameCube controller, you're old. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. damn, you don't matter anymore. Jeez. Wow. So uh, who are your guesses for DLC guesses character? I mean, I think the most likely. Can I can I say most likely and then who I would want? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most likely, whatever you want. I think is Dante. No, oh. I think Dante is the most likely. Yeah, because I, it, you time it with that um, DMC three, with the DMC three thing mm-hmm. they were talking about. They're gonna have a, a couple different announcements. Right. Mm-hmm. I think one of those dates maybe lines up with that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If I had a pick, though. I kind of want Travis touchdown. Hey, yeah. that's good, man. Because suit it, because because uh, Number Heroes Three is coming out this year. Right. He good. can still make it in the the second DLC pack. So if he he doesn't make it in, I, I right. still have hope. But <laughs> sure, that's that's the sword boy I'd like to be in. Some good good guesses. I think most likely, or oh, what I think could work is a gym leader from Sword and Shield. Um, yeah, like po- a, a new Pokemon like, yeah, or Pokemon or, trainer, but it's a gym leader instead of generic trainer. It'll be one of them, and they, they switch between or? the three Pokemon, like like the Pokemon trainer did in Brawl. On oh one, okay, because like, it had like was it Ivysaur, Squirtle, and Charizard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you get like three new era Pokemon. But Pokemon, do you think it would be her? It's no. three Corviknights. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just damn pecking someone to death. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Who do I? laughs> what? What did you say? A wooloo. You heard me. Oh, uh, they put wooloo oh, in the game. Oh, wooloo. Oh, you like gosh, bring him out and he immediately just rolls off stage. Oh, oh I love so cute though. Uh, who do I want? I want... Oh, damn. Uh, A Bloodborne character. Yeah. <laughs> the oh. hunter. <laughs> Lady Maria. Lady Maria. Oh. Lady Maria of the Astral Clock Tower. Get her in. Just absolutely destroying it. Yeah, I want Lady Maria now. You, you, <laughs> Put Lady Maria in Smash. I know how to make Tam happy. Yeah, yeah. Michael, who do you want? Oh, did you want to do two guesses? Like, no, that was it. I did it. I did it. Uh, Damn, Pokemon Train, Pokemon Gym Leader. Oh, and, right. Okay. And yeah. Lady Maria of the Astral Clock Tower. Damn. I think a Pokemon oh. 
another Pokemon. It would be Pokemon related. Showing up at some point is very likely, even yeah. if not immediately. Speaking of astral things, uh, I would actually want to see... I mean, there would probably be not many reasons to do this, but the main characters from Astral Chain. Some cops. Put some cops some in that cops game. Hey, hey, don't, hey. hey, don't put that on me. Hey, I'm just saying it makes the are they a cop or not uh, chart real yeah, easy to figure easy. out. Yeah. <laughs> God, damn. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely that's a cop. Too. Um, but I think because uh, those Astral Chain has a lot of dope abilities that would translate really well with Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Also, Astral Chain needs a little bit more love. Come on, dog. That's fine. I have been meaning to, to play it. Nothing but Astro Chain haters in our Game of the Year discussions, I, man. Damn, you hate it. It wasn't haters. It was, you were the what? only two people who played it. Side I know. Quests. Side quests was dope. Damn. All right. Well. <laughs> Dante's a really good guess, like an annoyingly good guess. He's uh, he's wrapped up in PlayStation also about Royale licenses. No, Please, no, no, that was, no, 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 no. That was the other Dante. Dante Bosco, hey, hey. Prinzuko, hey. that's my yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. No, that was uh, that was Dante. It was in that one. Well, <laughs> Prinzuko in in Smash. Yeah, oh. pretty good. Get some last Airbender characters <laughs> up in that yeah. thing. Yeah, Pull Momo in Smash. Uh, yeah. What if it's a, what if it's like Deku or something? Oh, <laughs> oh Deku in no. Smash. Okay. Oh, what, what, if, what if Deku got in before Goku? <laughs> like, <laughs> damn. Everyone be. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. New Age anime, baby. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like a weird thing that you couldn't really see coming i would be interested to see if like a microsoft like an xbox character oh, like sure. a steve from minecraft <laughs> some oh, kind of shit people keep saying master chief and i'm like 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 legitimately and i'm like i no yeah. i don't see he was it in dead or alive and it was not good oh, that was a master it? chief though that was a different spartan was that just spartan? It, was a, it was just spartan it was a spartan yeah, yeah, yeah. and she, yeah. it was a female because you could hit the it, not, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't want to go down that <laughs> no, road so no. you know I, I mean. like something something weird like a steve that would from be pretty Minecraft. funny. I can't see anyone. A call from, from Forza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what'd be, be cute? <laughs> you know what'd be cute? What? Uh, like a Lego, like a Lego character uh, from a Lego game. Sick! That'll give me that hype as shit. Really <laughs> Just an entire <laughs> Xbox Series X. Just like jumping around. <laughs> that should look like a Lego block too. So, yeah. you know, who's to say? Phil Spencer. I think you a, put a him in it. Oh, that'd be so adorable. Phil Spencer. I bet he could he could be like a, one of the me fighters. Yeah, yeah. And then his ultimate smash attack is is the Xbox One X just drops yeah. down, yeah. crushes yeah. everyone, and then does the you. <laughs> oh, that, that that's that's really cute. I like that. Major like Nelson that assist trophy. Oh, wow. <laughs> white gloves. Just he's the one. Oh my god! Wow. 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 Figured it out. Final destination. It was in the works all these years. Wow. <laughs> Damn. All right. Final news story. Sony not coming back to E3. Not really that much of a surprise. Not a huge surprise. I don't think we need to hop on too much about it. I mean, like, they weren't there last year. Yeah, but I was like, oh, this is PS5 year, though. Yeah, Yeah, they'll just probably do another PS event. (laughs) I feel like, because I remember, if I recall last year, the wording was, like, kind of implied that, like, they didn't do it last year because they just didn't have much to because they yeah. have no game. No, because they didn't even do PSX last year. Either. No. Like, they did nothing. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. it was like, oh, maybe they're just taking a break because they just realized they had nothing. Yeah. And, and also, it costs a shitload of money to be on the floor at E3. So, so yeah. she had to boost yeah. that you know, my, my theory anymore. is that that was why they didn't do last year. And then this year, they're like, well, we got a PS5. We should do it this year. And they're like, don't want to share the what if, just, what if we just don't, though? Yeah, like, not? you know, ha- actually, mm-hmm. that... We saved a lot of money and we could just do yeah. our own event. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it is a lot of that. Like, um, Eddie McCoo on our news team brought up a great feature on why it was right, the right move for sure, Sony yeah. to do that. It's on GameSpot.com. You can read that. And it pretty much breaks down, um, you know, the history of Sony's uh, kind of 
decision to not be at E3 and why it makes sense for them. And yeah. And effectively, it means that it works out better for all of us because they don't have to share the spotlight with Microsoft. Microsoft gets to own E3 for Xbox Series X and mm -hmm. Sony can do their own thing. Yeah. And no one's paying, you know, crazy amounts, exorbitant amounts to be there. Um, and like controlling messages, clearer messages around that time. Like, it, Yeah, it definitely helps us with uh, the amount of things that we have to cover at E3. Because yeah, like, yeah. regardless of how busy... E3 looks from outsider's perspective. We always have to fill our time with something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, I guess, I don't know, too inside baseball, but it makes it a little easier to like, okay, we want to focus on these things. Yeah. Right. Xbox Series X, we're going to like, you know, do as much stuff as we can around during that show. But when you pack a whole console year and both of them is at E3, boy, yeah. you got a lot of work cut out for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a statement from oh. uh, from Sony themselves. From Mr. Sony. Itself, yeah. Uh, Steve Sony said, after thorough evaluation, SIE, uh, Sony was it Sony Interactive Entertainment, has decided not to participate in E3 2020. Sony said, continued, we have great respect for the ESA as an organization, but we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we are focused on this year. You hate to see it. It's yeah. a weird wording. They could just say we're doing our own thing. Yeah. It's, we don't have to shit on E3. Because, and then, I mean, like, the, the ESA, I mean, they leaked all of them. So, uh, That's another the ESA thing put out a statement and it was like, had the same energy as designer singing Panda, where it was just like, yeah, we're good, we're great, we're fine, everything's good. Don't they worry can about be using it. the word activation. Panda by, by, by... Designer, yeah. Designer? Yeah, yeah. Why are we talking about Panda from designer? I said, it's the same energy. It was just like, mm. everything's oh, fine. Okay. Like, Don't worry about when, when do you think they'll do the PS5 proper announcement? Well, the PS4, PS4 that was, was February. February. But they also did E3 that year, so maybe they, they won't did. do it. They'll do we it saw the logo more. at CES 2020. Ooh, Ooh. Who knew? Uh, if you had asked me three years ago to draw the logo for PS5, <laughs> I would have drawn that like pixel precise. We've, yeah. we've been photoshopping thumbnails, that exact design yeah. for yeah. a long time yeah. now. So, damn. Um, yeah. I think they're going to do it. I think I still I still think February because February is still pretty clear. It's, it's February is too soon though. I think that's why they push Last of Us. So like, hey, y'all, y'all, y'all can but put your little they, game out later. Do you think later. they feel that because like Xbox has been uh, like, so ahead? You I think, think May? May? Yeah. Okay. Oh May. Just sneak in before E3. Three. That so I feel because companies love doing that. Like they we're do. not coming to E3. We're gonna come to the day before E3. Uh, yeah, E3, E3 now is like two weeks long. Yeah, so EA I think play. they'll do that. Mm -hmm. Where it'll be like, yeah, damn, they're gonna do an EA Play thing. Wow, damn. I would not want bring back PSX. That would be that be. I I, be, I said that last year. Like, hey, they're gonna bring back PSX because they need some sort of venue to like flex real hard. Mm. Maybe they do that this year, or maybe they don't even call yeah. PSX. It's like, hey, this is the reveal event or whatever. And yeah, people can come or you can watch the live stream. They did that for like they've got a bit of practice with it with the Last of Us event, right? Like that was sure. a oh, yeah, big yeah. thing where they flew loads of people out from across the world for this one thing. You know, played Last of Us, sent them on their way in coverage. When's, and delayed when's, it two weeks when's Last of Us two coming out? Uh, May. May. Yeah, do you remember. think they'll do it like right after la like oh maybe right before <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe right before right like after like hey y'all bought last of us two it's great now here's ps5 like yeah. uh, I, I guess i see what you're saying like last of us is out it's out it's going to be working on ps5 speaking yeah. of ps5 oh yeah it's they're 100 percent going to do the same situation they did with yeah last sure of us one it, i reckon yeah yeah Makes sense, by yeah. All right. There was some po Pokemon Sword and Shield stuff. We're gonna leave that stuff for uh, yeah. the 
experts. The, I know. The experts. I know. Yeah, young uh, lad uh, Jake and young lass Kelly. I did beat that game over the press. Pokemon trainer names. I like that game quite a bit. I still need to get back into it. I played a few hours and then I kind of dropped off. Yeah. As I always do with every. I think it's the first Pokemon game in. No, actually, I liked X and Y a lot, but I yeah. sort of Sun and Moon was okay, but I I really like this one. It was mm. really good. All right, all right. Listening questions. Michael, do you want to take this first one? Oh shit! All right. Hey, after dark crew. Hope you had wonderful holidays. The discussion episodes were interesting, but it's nice to have weekly discussion. Res- I was gonna say resume. Wow. <laughs> Damn. You know what I got on my mind? Um, what? Nice to have the week. I'm psych. I'm just kidding. Uh, the weekly discussion resume. Uh, this person has two questions. Hmm. One, do you tend to hoard items and games? Always use them ASAP or somewhere in the middle? I was a hoarder, but have pushed against that instinct and I think finally broke it with Breath of the Wild. Uh, so number two, slightly connected to that, outside of work games, how often do you stop playing a game before quote unquote completing it? Happy 2020, Sky and PS. Oh, wait, tomorrow I offered to run a DD game for you, but you were all over the world and have not been on the podcast since then. I would be bummed and not to have chill hype vibes if you wanted to play pretend on the internet. But just missed the question because of the hectic holidays. Ooh. I might, I maybe we'll take you up on that. Maybe mm. oh. we keep talking about running a cyberpunk uh, game. Cyberpunk. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I think Ryan was going to be. Yeah, Ryan's like oh, played yeah. it before. We were going to do like red or something. Video series. Because I've always wanted to play like a D and D. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, so hoarding items in games. I, I yeah. yeah, I hoard. I hoard bad. Yeah, I'm a hoarder yeah. as Except well, in certainly. Witcher, because Witcher broke that for me because of the way that uh, potions replenish when you... Yeah, you don't have to hoard So you don't game. have to hoard? Yeah. That's a good point. You're strong enough for the, the strongest potions. Potions, Zella. Zella, me your strongest potions. I can Traveler. <laughs> I've been, I'd be mad hoarding in the games. Yeah. And then it, it's the same thing of like, may, I'm going to use this for the final boss fight. And then you turn out like, hey, I'm OP for the final boss fight. I got yeah. like 20 super mega elixirs yeah. and I'm just chilling. And uh, I don't know. It's it's fine. Uh, but I, I've tried to break that. And playing a lot of RPGs now, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to use the, the, the revival bead in this lame ass fight because I have six of them and I'll have five of them when I do fight the, right. the boss. Mm-hmm. Name the Sekiro item and then said lame ass fight. Wait, revi- revival beads no, are in. I thought you were talking beat. about beads and ass, and I was like, what? Whoa! No, that's, whoa, what, I, that's whoa, what I thought you were reacting at. Relax. I'm just easing my way back uh, into the podcast, uh, okay? Uh, uh, well, I mean, if you live up to the name after dark, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be flexing on the items. And uh, what was I playing? Oh, I was playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions, and there was a there was a boss that killed one of my party members like five times and only had like five spicy curries to revive that person. So I used all five of my spicy curries and I was like, damn, should I reload and do that boss fight again and not use as many spicy curries? But then it turns out I could just buy it at the, at the hee-ho mart. Mm. The character was like, I'm alive, Wait, but like a, I really need to go to a toilet. My booty hole is burning hard. <laughs> spicy curries uh, revive people. Do you think there's a hee-ho mart? Yeah. That's oh, pretty good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Good. There's a lot of yeah. SMT and... Um, Fire Emblem references ah, in good. Like last sessions, yeah. Yeah, I uh, hoard. Yeah, you're a hoard for mm-hmm. the hoard. Same. Uh, and outside of work games, how often do you stop playing a game before, quote-unquote, completing it? Mm. I'm really Oof. bad at starting games and uh, not finishing them. So 
Yeah, I, I usually complete it. I think between us, like the fact that we both completed Andromeda says a lot about us. <laughs> it's true. It depends on the game. Like Andromeda was a weird. I don't know what I was thinking because, like, I should have stopped. Yeah, same. Playing it because well, because <laughs> oh. it wasn't it's just time like, to stop. Because I should have. I could have just beaten it at any point, but I was like, no, I'm gonna 100% every planet because mm. God damn it, I'm yeah. gonna do this. I don't know why though. You know, it's funny uh, when it comes to completing games. Recently, for me, it's been I start a game, play the first two hours and either drop off or play it all the way through. Mm. Um, since we're talking about Mass Effect 3, uh, what happened with me in Mass Effect 3 is I bought it the day of in 2012. And I was like, yo, I, this, is, this is it, man. This is the end of Mass Effect trilogy. I played it about 60 or 70 percent of the way through doing every single quest. Like, yeah. I'm leave no stone unturned. And then I got to a point where like my military readiness was at like max, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm about to like finish this game and see it through. That was in 2012, and I didn't pick it up until 2016. Whoa! <laughs> because the thing for me was like, yo, if I don't, it, it's a lot of people talk about this, but like if I don't finish the game, it never ends. And yeah, I did, I, I didn't want Mass Effect to end. A, I was just like, yo. And the the the, um, the best part was that by 2016, all the DLC had mm. come out. Yeah. So then I did Leviathan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got uh, Javik. I got I did. Oh, uh, ja Shouts out to Javik. Oh, Javik! Mm. You gotta like Javik's play him great. from the beginning. Yeah, you have though. to have yeah. him. From the you have oh, to have yeah. him from the start. So then, but like when I when I got back to in 2016, I actually restarted Mass Effect oh, okay. Three with my saves from one and two from back in the day. Nice. Uh, so then, it took me four years to finish Mass Effect, and <laughs> I'm glad I did yeah. because I got all the DLC, and I was like, I don't know why y'all tripping about the ending. I was like, well, I got, oh, I got, you the, got, the, got the patched ending, the, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, that's, uh, but now I, I've learned from that, that, you know, I just, just finished that game. If you're like halfway through, just keep going. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've definitely learned. I think the, the issue with me was more, I had this mindset where like, I should finish this game, even if I wasn't feeling it. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've gotten rid of that of like, good. No, I don't like this game. Like, why I shouldn't? Why do I feel obligated to like finish it? Mm. You know, even if I don't like the game, I like having the knowledge of how that game turned out. Yeah, because I could use yeah. that right. knowledge in whatever. Like, maybe I review another game in the similar vein, and I have that reference in my mind of like, oh, I remember how that game ended. How this, like, in comparison, I could maybe I talk about it. It'll be brought up later right. down the line. So I do see value in finishing games, even if you don't necessarily like them. But that that's people like us like i well, mean if you're out there playing a the game i, just, I don't know because well, like, i'm kind of like i have like adhd which i think leads to this like slightly compulsive like sure, yeah. i i like i have to make checklists for myself yeah. to feel organized and right. part of it's like completing things so like i feel like if i don't finish a game i know it's like in the back of like my yeah. mind it's like oh, this yeah. checklist of like i need to finish it so i can check it off and i can feel better about myself yeah. so mm. like i have this weird like i still have like a massive backlog of games that i like haven't touched in four years, but I'm like, no, one, one day. day I will finish that game. So I'll feel slightly better about myself. I have so many Google keep notes of just like games yes. I want to do, books I want to read, TV shows, 100%. movies, like the whole thing. Yeah. My Microsoft OneNote is full of like stuff. Yeah. But... Bullet journaling. Yeah. Bullet journaling. Mm -hmm. All right. Tam, you want to take this next question? Uh, this is a question for Callie. So I'm going to skip that one. It's not. It just says that they enjoy hearing Callie. Hi, everyone. I want to say first off how excited I am to hear Callie again. I used to listen to the IGN Anime podcast, IGN Anime Club, and was sad when it was over. My husband heard Callie's voice and told me she's on this new podcast, so I had to listen. Oh, hmm. lovely. You guys are really great and very entertaining. I'm on the market for new headphones and wonder what everyone else wears. 
bonus points if you add in ones that are used to work out in two. Uh, Thanks uh, again for a great podcast, Alicia Kunu. Michael, you got the new headphones you've been messing with. <sighs> I used to be the tech editor at GameSpot, so I got mad headphones. I had seven, was like seven, seven headphones, headphones and only yeah. two ears. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Like, I got two ears. No microphone. But no microphone, yeah. Every time <laughs> I, I mean, try and play a game with Michael, he's like, I don't have a microphone. I'm, I'm in like, Discord you're the tech How? guy. Whoa, whoa, How do you whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, not hey. have a microphone? Hey, hey, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> but yeah, like we'd be playing like Hella Halo Reach and everyone else got microphones. <laughs> and I'm the Reach. one blo- I'm blowing up the, like, the Discord text chat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like laughing my ass off while playing Halo Reach, but I cannot express it vocally. To just, who I'm playing with, so I'm like, ha ha ha, lol, lmfao. You just do the thing where you move the the looking the right analog stick, and you <laughs> say so your character's like. Ah. When uh, when we play Apex, we were playing over the holidays, and um, I was playing with Tam and co- friend of the podcast Simon Cardi, yeah. and I had some friends round <laughs> at my house, and I didn't use a mic. And so <laughs> I can't remember what, what it was, but I died. And I, if you hold down the touchpad, if you're playing on PS4, it brings up the little keyboard. <laughs> yeah. And so I was doing this like predictive text thing where I was just ah, saying oh, the Peter Brown special. This Pretty, Peter, yeah. The Peter Brown special, just talking complete bullshit. And then inevitably I would die and I would just go, sorry again. <laughs> yeah, it was like, <laughs> sorry. 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 Mixed business says sorry. sorry. Uh, In terms of headphones we'd be using, though, I have tested a lot of headphones. I think for gaming, I mean, for anything, really, I like to use Audio-Technica, I think like M50X for Mm -hmm. closed ear. Uh, The Sennheiser HD598s have been, for many years, uh, lauded as some of the best open ear headphones. That's what I'm using. Yeah, for better um, soundstage, I guess you could say. I like HyperX's headphones a lot. The Cloud 2s are pretty yes. good. The, they were the, I was just double checking uh, what the name of them was, but Those I have the Cloud 2s yeah. and they're great. Yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. I use my They're, they're comfy and they, they, don't, they don't clamp too hard and they yeah. sound pretty decent. clamps. And uh, yeah, though, those are the ones that I would recommend. Mm. Also on GameSpot.com, we have a list of headphones that we would recommend, depending on your price range, what you're looking Ooh. for in those headsets. Uh, that is a Michael Hyam, Edmund Tran, Peter Brown, and Matt Paget joint collab in. Uh, but yeah, I think um, all the what we work out in. So when I used to, I only use earbuds when I used to run. Yeah. Well, I used to run with headphones. And I was like, this, this is. I'm just like constantly uh, shifting them. Yeah. And I got like mad sweaty. So yeah, like you, I. I always use the earbuds when what, what I always use them when I'm working out because like you generate heat when you're working out yeah and like if you got things clamping over your head it's just it's it nasty. would give me a headache and, you're like, you're and then they get all gross yeah, yeah. Um, I use the cloud um, the HyperX ones cloud oh, yeah. twos, and they're real good for gaming um, for working out I use uh, like they're called um, Jabra not Jabra something like Jaybird Jaybird X3s. yeah Jaybird yeah, yeah. Um, so those are good I like them a lot the only problem with the Jaybirds is I think it's still a problem with the new ones. Specifically on the YouTube app, it has problems synchronizing sound and video. Oh. Which is really annoying because it's fine on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But it's YouTube specifically is a problem. But they're very comfortable, reasonably affordable if you want to work out. But I don't think there's... I can't think of many headphones that do both gaming and are good for working. Yeah. You, no. you, need to, you need to buy it. And plus, you don't want to be using your workout headphones when you be gaming. It's like, it's kind of yeah. Yeah. nasty. Like you could rock up into a gym wearing some hardcore like gaming headphones. It might be like intimidating. Yeah. With a microphone on, yeah, with too. a microphone on, just like Chatting lifting with your weights. boys. Like, tzu, tzu, tzu. Yeah. Tzu. You know what I'm saying? If you be Rotate. Lifting. 
Yeah, yeah, man, be listening. Use, use the Discord app, you know. Yeah, yeah. hop on with the boys. <laughs> yeah, just, just be talking to the boys <laughs> while you're working out. Oh uh, man, but I don't know. I use, I use, I can't use any Apple earbuds for working out, or because I'm a big. Uh, I was used to be a marathon runner. Now I'm uh, maybe a quarter marathon runner at this point. Getting too old, but I need. You definitely want earbuds that have like the the suction cups on them, because mm. yeah. otherwise all the Apple shit is like gonna, that's just gonna fall out your ear. If you be running with AirPods, mm, you're gonna I lose mean, them. I mean, the AirPods, then like the new AirPods have that. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I had I have AirPods. The only place I use them is in the office because the battery life. I'm one of those people who needs music on because I just get distracted. Otherwise, I just have I just basically listen to the Westworld playlist over and over again because yeah. it's just enough for me to keep me engaged but not distract me. AirPods, the battery life is not good enough for me for that. But it lasts the right amount of time that I'm in the office. And also if someone comes over to me, it's super easy just to Mm -hmm. take it out and it pauses. I will say this is not like a gaming recommendation or a even an everyday recommendation, but the Sennheiser noise cancelling ones. Oh no, sorry, Bose noise cancelling ones. I bought a pair like 2018 Christmas because I was like, I'm about to fly back to the UK. It's a 10 hour flight. I want to be able to hear whatever I'm playing. And it's probably one of the best purchases Mm -hmm. I've ever made. Also the battery life is like 12 hours with full noise canceling on. And I wouldn't say wear it in, you know, on the bus or anything. You should still have some situational awareness, but if you travel a lot, noise canceling headphones are the boy. All right, John, last question. Sure. Actually, we have a couple questions because Tam put a tweet out and there are yeah, some really good ones. Oh, that I cover. rapid fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you want to do those first? Or do you want me to do... Let's do this one and, okay. then we'll do, and then we'll do Tam's rapid fire ones. Hello, GameSpot crew. What's your favorite console gaming chair setup? My lazy boy is comfortable, but recently I am looking for something with more lower back support. Thanks for the weekly laughs. Everyone there is so great. Cheers. Anthony E. from California. Hi, Anthony E. from California. Uh, I have a terrible gaming setup because I sit on my bed, so I mold my pillows around me. It's really bad, but it's also just the way that my room is set up. Yeah, I just have a couch for console stuff. Dave, uh, so Dave Jewett uh, moved into my old room in the UK. And when I was back for Christmas, there was a couple days where there was crossover. And Dave brought his gaming chair, and I need to find out what make it was because... I sat down on it and it was like sitting on a cloud with lumbar support. That's the I that's the one I sat in when yeah, and I was like, this is yeah. When you came up for New much. Mm-hmm. yeah, this is like this is the one. Like, but like, very expensive though. Yeah, um, mine's mine's a bed as well. I have a uh, I have a weak ass staples chair, but it's mesh and I like that because it's a little bit mm. more breathable. But my cat loves it Sushi. very much. <laughs> Sushi Wushi loves to claw at it. <laughs> I'm like dog. I I, I go to the it's bathroom. A cat. It's not a dog. <laughs> sure, I go to the bathroom and like in 30 seconds, she's on it and she's all cozy and stuff. So oh. I don't know. This isn't gonna play good on audio, but if y'all can see picture right there, there's my my little cat sushi wushi. <laughs> she's chilling on my chair. I just went to the bathroom and she's like, my seat now. Ha <laughs> ha. Do something. Do something. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, she's so cute though. But yeah. I need to upgrade. So yeah. you need to stop sitting that shit, man. Damn. We all need better chair support, I think. Yeah. Rapid fire questions. That's, I mean, it's just basically because a lot of people asked you about the same thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna answer that. It's not, it's not gonna be an indulgent podcast about me. Oh, uh, cheese. I mean, actually, I'm concerned the fact that Max Scoville called it a cheese grater. Yeah. Oh, I will, uh, we can ask that question. Instead of a cheese grater. Yeah. 
not, what, what was <laughs> that's just a like a plus grader or yeah, like yeah. Yeah. greater than the east coast because that's the east coast thing is oh, is it? It? oh cheese grater. wait yeah i say greater cheese grater so oh, but like yeah that question is the one i wasn't thinking of that max Govey, you, do, you don't use up? your t's in the in oh no but he spelled it out spelled it as oh greater. okay yeah. interesting he says what's up with the cheese grater banana nonsense it's just the superior way to eat a banana. it is it is what it is fam. um get with it i'm an innovator Ooh, one in line man's hot i like uh, this one which is how do you keep your hair so majestically swooshed to more I, I he really does nothing i literally do nothing <laughs> if you get close enough you realize that the tam just rolls with it man he doesn't it's like yeah a camera a makes it look good but if you get close to like stinky yeah. crow's nest tam does not give a shit um, and he makes it look good uh captain badman <laughs> great name that's a death stranding character yeah sam it's me captain badman <laughs> uh what are your expectations for no Games as a service and next gen. Will uh, current popular titles be ported over, made available? Quickfire, yes, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. They'll be there. That's just the way it's going to yeah, work. Yeah. Uh, Grayson Morales says, uh, if you had to choose a Pokemon based off each other's personalities, what would the Pokemon be? So, If you were a Pokemon based on your personality, what one would Lucy be? Oh, wow. Would Lucy be? Yeah. Uh, Snorlax. Snorlax. I was 100% uh, uh, Onyx. <laughs> it's I don't know. Rocky? I don't know. It's like, got a, it's all neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go there, but you went there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like it. But uh, I would she be, really does no, it. No, she's, no, no. I do. I time, do. She's like, I'm going to fuck this fool up right now. <laughs> no, I do like it, but the real answer is Snorlax. Yeah. Last week when I was sick, I was sleeping for 12 hours a day at least and it was incredible we, we were on the flight and like i i'd like strapped in for for takeoff and then i was like looking and lucy was putting her belt in and i'd like adjusted my seat and i looked back and she was asleep damn <laughs> i was like what what was oh, how? oh that was because i'd um i'd been in la and i hadn't slept for like the t- previous yeah. two nights and i had to be up at six mm. and i was Oof. like yeah i'm gonna sleep on this flight uh jasper says knife versus bat which one wins knife versus bat yeah, I think oh, that. Batman. That's an old, that's an old no, giant. Someone with, a, yeah. oh. someone with a knife versus someone with a bat. Bat wins. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought you meant like a knife versus an animal. No, 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 like like a baseball um, bat. Mm. Bat wins. Bat's got really. I, I, st- I, I agree. Bat. I bat. still feel the same way I do back when I yeah. first. No, no, no. Because if you if you swing the bat and overshoot, but you've got the knife, you've got that club. Then don't overshoot then. No, 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 no. But if you if you have the knife and you dodge the bat, then you just shank. I talked about knife requires too much precision. Like, that, that's you. No, no, no. You don't you have. Get, you m- get stabbed by a knife. You are. Oh yeah, you get fucked up for yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, you get hit by a like, bat, and you're at down. range. Like you can take a swing with a bat miss and still have enough time to recover and take another swing. Yeah, dude. It's like, like you're not letting go of the bat at the end. It's like sword art. Yeah, or not not sword art. The anime, but like it's like Wendy. the art yeah. of I the blade. Th- the thing is, I think it's it's a real like high pressure scenario of like whoever misses first loses kind yeah. of thing. Sure. Like I think it. You know. What if the answer was knife and bat? equal it just depends Whoa. on how, how skilled you are oh, oh, oh wait the elusive knife bat you can yeah. you duct tape oh. them together knife, like wrench, you can knife and wrench mostly wrench <laughs> knife wrench for kids there we go all right last one uh last question uh let's keep it uh someone's um, keep it on brand any game recommendations for fans who love sekiro but couldn't get into dark souls the answer is easy <sighs> oh, he bought this especially it's bloodborne baby it's actually Trails of Cold Steel. It's definitely not whatever that is. It's Bloodborne, baby. The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel. Uh, Sentinel Kisuke. Ninja Gaiden, maybe? Ninja Gaiden, that's not a bad oh, idea. Um, um, 
Yeah, I mean, maybe like any platinum game, a platinum action game. Oh, is sure. Like yeah, a yeah. good like Metal ex- Gear Rising. Ooh, damn. Hey, mm-hmm. that came from Newton, by the way. Um, final Just question. Out. Final question. Oh, PS Now eighty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, says who is best waifu in Persona 5 and why is it Makoto it's it Makoto it's Makoto it's, it's actually um, let me uh, let me show you my background it's actually her sister Sai Nijima. Oh, she's Sai literally Nijima. a cop <laughs> she's an investigator she and you know a, what she raised Makoto she's paying rent she might even own that house that they live in yeah, she's got she gray hair yeah. and I, red eyes and like by default, that's that's a that's a win in my book, yo. Like she got a job, she's already done with high school, she's paying rent, she got things for ah, she kind of has things figured out. She figures out by the end, she's, and she's, she's got gray hair out. and red eyes. Makoto, like Makoto's got short hair and looks phenomenal. Yeah, right. But Sai Ninjaba's like twenty five, twenty seven, and that's my. Girl. I think by the time Makoto gets to the edge of Sajima's, way better. Yeah. Uh, Sajima, also- Taiga, Sajima. <laughs> Uh, if you're watching the uh, video versions podcast you will see the exact moment that i accidentally scroll past on twitter where it's mindhunter cast released from contracts as season three is put on indefinite hold at netflix no oh, oh no. no mindhunter season two ended that's poorly. your jam i f- i watched it fairly <laughs> recently and i was like um sai sai nijima well i mean like uh final question oh final question wow You've said that like three times now. Yeah, no, I'm just going to keep doing it. Uh, Sai Nijima, I mean, second best girl. She can get it. She can get it. Uh, there's no final question. The final question is from Pete Stewart, our friend, who says, can dogs look up? <laughs> what? God damn it. <laughs> no, they can't, sadly. Unlucky for dogs. What? What do you mean they can't look up? Can you, can you ever seen a dog look up? Yeah. yeah, they look up at me when they're asking for All treats. Way up. Dogs, dogs can look up. Yeah, they can. Is that an up dog joke? Like, what's up dog? Uh, yes. God damn it. That's a that's a. Um, you, you're the one who that's said a it. That's Shaun of the Dead bit. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm done with Tam dog. I'm. Just... All right. <laughs> I'm calling it there. Uh, thank you everyone for listening and watching to Gamespot After Dark. If you have any questions, email them to afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com or tweet them <laughs> to us. Uh, we love hearing from you and chatting with you guys. Discord update. Saw some people emailing for Discord invites. That's a yeah. Luke joint. Uh, I I just need I need to get the final approval from from the powers <laughs> powers that be. Um, powers doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> that is a mad deep You know what? That explains why uh, all my emails kept getting that rejected. Is a mad deep uh, Shout out to Michael Powers. Hope you are well. Charlie CBS is Charlie CBS is lacking. Yeah. Charlie Viacom CBS. Oh, give damn. it time. Yeah, not long. Uh, we'll push for it. Uh, all right, thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, let's start from this end. John Luke, where can people find you? Uh, at John Luke Sapke. Tomorrow. Uh, at Tomorrow H. Michael. You can find me and all of my bullshit at Michael P. Hyam on Twitter. Uh, and I'm at Lucy James Games. Thank you for watching slash listening. We'll see you next week. Reaper indoctrination is an insidious means Peace. of corrupting organic minds. <laughs> Boop.